Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and I'm taking this week off so I can work on our fall books. I've picked out one of my favorite weeks from last summer to rerun for you, and I'll be back next Monday with new episodes. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration. It's Tip Tuesday, and today I get to share something that has worked really well in my own life. Now, this contravenes the accepted wisdom, but I try to never look at the forest. I look at the trees. You know, there's that old saying, he can't see the forest for the trees, meaning that you have to see the whole in order to understand what you're doing. Well, I look at the forest for a moment when I start a project, but I quickly switch to the trees because I find that if I look at the forest in my job, publishing basically a book a month, plus recording five podcasts a week, plus doing all the other things I do in our business, I would go insane if I looked at the forest. So the only way I get through each day is by conquering my forest one tree at a time. And my survival strategy is to turn everything I have to do into tiny bite-sized pieces. I guess I'm even taking those trees and turning them into little saplings. And I've used that strategy with my kids, too. I remember when my 17-year-old son was completely overwhelmed by college applications, and I sat him down, and I turned that awful process into a very long list of very short projects, and that got him unstuck. So I love our book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Say Goodbye to Stress, and I talk about that a lot. It's the one we made with a Harvard Medical School psychologist, Dr. Jeff Brown, and a medical writer, Liz Nepperant. And one of the stories that Jeff and Liz chose for our Say Goodbye to Stress book was called Bite by Bite. And this is a story about a very wise mom named Marilyn Turk, and she had a problem with her teenage son, Brett, who was completely overwhelmed, she discovered him one day so upset. And this is a kid who had always been a good student, happy, carefree. He got good grades. But you know what happens as high school goes on, especially by junior year. The kids are under tremendous pressure. They know that their grades really matter. They're studying for the SAT or the ACT. They might be working at a part-time job. They're doing sports that take hours a day. And then they still want to have some kind of love life, and they have friends to fit in. Plus, they need a lot of sleep because they're still growing. So Marilyn had never seen her son, Brett, so upset. But he showed her what he had to do. He had to do a project for his science fair. He had an algebra test that would count for a full one-third of the grade for the semester, and he hated algebra. He had an English composition essay to do. He had to study for midterms. And he had to go and see a Spanish tutor to help him with that, too. So Marilyn said she felt horrible for him, but she thought about what she did at work where she was a sales manager and she was always trying to please upper management by producing results from her sales team, but then also please her salespeople who worked for her who were always worried about making their quotas and she didn't want to stress them out. So she had to manage up and manage down and then it got particularly bad when she had to do all that plus plan the company's sales meeting because she was in charge of the agenda. She was in charge of presentations, arranging the people who would participate, ordering supplies, and a whole lot more. 
And she had learned in her work life to put every single part of the task on a list, along with a deadline for each item. And then she put all of the items in order of priority. So she sat her son down and she said, look, Brett, you don't have to do everything at once. You can do one at a time. And they made a list and they put the due date next to each item. And they even listed who would help Brett with each project and what supplies he would need. And he relaxed so much after that. And from then on, for the rest of high school, he made lists for everything that he had to do. Marilyn found lists on pieces of paper all over the house. So she finishes her story off by quoting that adage, how do you eat an elephant? And the answer is one bite at a time. And I think that even though that whole list-making process seems obvious, sometimes the best thing you can do for people who are feeling overwhelmed is to sit them down and go through the list process with them, help them organize their thoughts into a list. Because sometimes even when something is obvious, you need to hear it from somebody else. And when it's you and you're so frenzied that you can't even make the list for yourself, ask someone to help you put down your list on paper. And remember, don't look at that forest. That will just freak you out. So I hope that helps. Tomorrow is Wow Wednesday, so it will be a day off from tips or anything motivational. We're just going to hear all about a miraculous dog and some very cool coincidences. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening today. If you want to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, say goodbye to stress. Please visit our website, chickensoup.com.